Hello everyone, welcome to episode 65 of Salute to the Ears. On this episode we have our friend Karik on. You've heard us talk about him before. This guy loves to do meet and greets in Disneyland and in Disney World. And he's going to share with us this amazing trip he has planned. So sit back and let's enjoy what he has planned together. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Salute to the Ears. I am Jeremy Simon, and with us today, we have a special guest. We actually have a guest who's not sitting in here with us, our first one. Uh, it's my friend Ka. You can find him at KingDeKa92 on Twitter and YouTube. You also know him as the guy, the meet and greet guy. We t- we've talked about him on here before. It's good to have him on here. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Thank you guys literally so much for having me. Uh, I listen to your podcast all the time. I'm very excited to be on. And yeah, you, you, you basically said it. You know where to find me. If you want to look me up at Twitter, YouTube, I follow back. I'm super social. So let me know. <laughs> right. So we were talking a little bit earlier. You kind of got some, kind of got a little bit of a crazy trip, a, kind of a trip that I think a lot of us would like to do. And you're going to be hitting land and world like in the same week and world yeah a lot of people have been you know calling it crazy so and um i'll be going to disneyland april 18th through the 20th then i fly back home on thursday and then that 20th or 21st i fly out to florida and then i leave on the 22nd so i'm basically doing like a 24 hour type trip disney world and then i'm staying about two days two three days in disneyland it's wow. gonna be a lot, but I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, no, that's that's a lot in a short period of time. But uh, watching your videos, I know you'll squeeze a lot of it in. You kind you're kind of like the the uh, Disney vacationer who is rope drop to like closing down the park. Yes, sir. Um, I've been doing that literally ever since I started going, and I've only started going to Disney World. In 2018, when I went with all my friends, and we literally did rope drop to close. I don't take breaks. I like to just get the most right. for what yeah. I like from what I'm paying for. You know what I mean? So, right. if I were to have an annual pass, which I don't have, I pay out of pocket uh, every time. Um, it'd be a little easier for me to be like, okay, let's go back to the room, go take a nap. But no, I stick it out. I'm going all the way through. So, right. It kind of feels like wasted time. Exactly. Exactly. When when we don't get to go all the time, it's sometimes it feels like taking that break in the middle was okay. What did I miss? Exactly. There's there's a big FOMO stuff going on right there, especially whenever you're going a short period of time like that, just a few days or a 24 hours. I can't even imagine going for just 24 hours. I would I'd probably run myself to the dirt. Um, I actually saw that on I saw it on Instagram. Um, I saw these two. ladies do a complete 24-hour trip they left at i think it was like 6 a.m got there at 9 uh did the whole day left at like 11 and then got back home like around one in the morning and i'm like that's such a great idea and i would love to do that so for some reason because because we have the opening of you have the new opening of toontown and disneyland on uh-huh. top i'm doing a throwback night which is a, a after-hours event at Disneyland. 
I was like, you know what? I'm already have a week off of work. Let me try to do something spontaneous. And I've always wanted to do um, Earth Day at Animal Kingdom, which is on the 22nd. Nice. And, like, I got to do it. This is my time to do it. I might as well. And it was cheap. You know, I, I got around to, you know, working up the numbers and working up the, the money to do it. So I was like, let's just do it. Might as well have fun while I'm still kind of young. <laughs> yeah. No, it sounds like that sounds like a lot of fun. Um, so throwback night is, like I said, like a after hours event, uh, a ticketed after hours event, correct? Yes, sir. All right. And if people haven't seen this, what they're doing is bringing back. Like they're bringing back the fireworks show from like 1958. Yes. Um, and right. some, some of the characters we really don't get to see a whole lot anymore, right? Yes, sir. I know that they just uh, put out the uh, pamphlet, I guess. Yeah, like a pamphlet of all the characters that are going to meet. Technically, it's not all of them. You'll just see like Pinocchio and friends or Alice and friends, Peter, etc. So... I'm very excited to see the and friends part of that because we know that they're going to throw out somebody rare because every uh, hard ticketed event, they'll always throw in rare characters because that's the, kind of the whole gist of the hard ticket thing is that they want to appeal to these new people and throw in characters that you'll never see or throw in specialty foods or just like the fireworks show. We'll probably never see that unless you go to the, you know, those after hour events. So, yeah. So are there is there any character that you've seen this come out so far? You're like, I got to meet that one. Yeah. Um, so Dumbo is on the list. Dumbo, I know, was like number one on the list. And Dumbo is very rare to see. Like, it's just he's impossible because his uh, his um, his character being is so old. Right. And they haven't updated it. So they still use the same one from like years ago i want i don't even know i might i don't want to be wrong maybe 1980s so the fact that you get to see that and then um i'm hoping maybe uh the cheshire cat from alice in wonderland comes out because he's another rare character that i, that I would love to see and jiminy cricket from pinocchio i am nice. jiminy i've never met him yet so that right i three for now nice yeah i've i've been watching you for a while i we, I think we just met like on Twitter or something like that and yep. just kind of took off from there. But I've been watching you for a while and you really do like you go all out. Like you really enjoy the, the meet and greet really seems to be like your happy place when you're you're visiting the parks. Yeah, um, a lot of that stems from I, I kind of think of it as, yes, I am an adult. But at the same time, when you go into Disney World, you go into Disneyland, you have these childlike wonders and you kind of just. Immer you become a child yourself so right yes i know the realistic version of it but when i see them i see these characters that i grew up with these are i get so excited and i want to have these conversations even with the characters that don't talk it's like improv you kind of just wing it and you go along with it and is basically like you're playing a game of charades to be honest since they can't speak in the character that can speak you'll have the best times because they're so great at making you feel like you were part of their story you know what i mean and, yep. and bringing them into your world so a lot of people usually say i feel weird or i feel awkward when i go to meet these characters and um the advice really that i always have is come up with a question in your head you always want to engage with the question or come up with a, a scenario or something like i said if you're talking to a non-character i mean a non-speaking character it depends on who's like mickey mouse like Oh my gosh, I heard it was 
uh, your birthday. Like, I don't know. It depends on what you want to say. They will go along with it, and they are such great sports with it. So I'm, I, I, I spoke, I rambled basically. Sorry about that. No, but, you're good. You're good. I think the way I kind of look at it, whenever I see you do that, because not every, like you said, not everybody's comfortable doing that. One, you may be showing that other person who's in line, that might be their favorite character, but they don't know how to how to do this. Or yeah. you're showing a kid how to do it, and they're gonna might be making this memory because they watched you do it. That's gonna last them a lifetime. That's, oh, I, you know it's crazy because I never think of it that way. You know, and I, I actually there were people in the line um, that were kind of like nervous. I think I was at Sweethearts Night, and they were like, "Oh, I don't know what to say. I don't want to say." I, and I, same thing I basically said on here it was kind of just like pretend like they're your friends. Just, just right. and, and just sometimes they'll even ask the questions first because obviously that's their job. They want to bring you into, like I said, their world before, but just don't be nervous. Go along with it. Sometimes even if you go up completely blank, they, they'll guide you. And that's the yeah. fun. That is the fun of it. Yeah. I've, I've really noticed that with, uh, at least the last couple of times we've gone like with Rapunzel and Tiana and some of the princesses, like, they seem to, like, a lot of times they'll take the, uh, like, be the forefront and, like, break the ice. Yes. Yes, very much so. Even sometimes I'll be, like, I'll stumble on my words because I'm, I already have this, like, this script in my head that I'm ready to say. But they're right off the bat. And I'll be like, oh. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute. Nope. I, I'll, I'll find my place. And I'm like, okay. That it helped me because it was still fun, you know, like. I'm not doing all the work. I don't have to do all the work to not make this an uncomfortable uh, meet and greet. You know what I mean? Like they just they're professionals. They're princesses. They they right. you know. Yeah. They That's they, they do that. They do it all the time. Like, what is it about doing other than doing these uh, after hours events where you get to see all these characters? What is it about these events that draws you to them? Is it just because you get to see these rare, rare characters? Is it crowds are lower is it because there's extra treats what, what do you got um well the first one i ever did was um uh, mickey's not so scary in uh disney world which I, I know you and erica have done before right but that one was strictly off of because i i love halloween i love like just to be like that spookiness and all that other stuff like that's so cool to me but as i've gotten to do more it really became about the entertainment of the night. Like mm-hmm. they'll have five bands that are just so awesome, and it's just so much fun. Sweethearts Night, they'll have the, they have a live band, a jazz band, and oh my gosh, it is. I, I really wish you and Erica to do yeah. this here. Like it's just, just so much fun, and obviously the characters, yes. But it's just a lot that goes into it when it comes to um after hours events because yes, it is four hours or three hours, but it provides a lot for you to do that you cannot get everything done so it's there's just something there's a different type of special spark that these apps right. yeah i'm all like i enjoy the parks more at night anyway i just feel like there's more magic at night i don't everyone has their different like their different time i'm, I'm a nighttime guy agreed but yeah watch, watching it sweetheart nights like both of us watched it and we we're like oh that was like so much fun it was like he's having so much fun at that one yeah, which one? Uh, what uh, if you had to do an after hours event other than sweethearts? What which one would you do? I don't know um, if you know of any other uh, of the after hours after hours events. Sorry. Um. Well, we've we've done Mickey's Not So Scary. I don't know that we've ever done the Christmas one. Oh. 
It's, yeah. I, I might say that, although like we haven't been out to Disneyland for as a family ever. So we're yeah. going, going out there here in just a couple months. Yeah, I can't um, wait. Uh, I, I definitely want you to – I can't wait to hear your podcast about that because I just want to hear all your thoughts on that. Right. No, we're looking forward to it. Like tonight we just – we decided to go ahead and do the dessert party for uh, World of Color. So we nice. make sure like everybody's got a good seat and everyone can see. So I'm looking forward to that kind of stuff because there's so much stuff that's going to be different. So like yeah. I would love to go do uh, Oogie Boogie Bash out there. Just just because I've seen how different it is than yeah. Disney World. Like, yeah. Disneyland does characters and after-hours parties, like, really, really well. Yeah, and it's something I've always wanted Disney World to kind of, um, you know, hop on that, that after-hours wave. Because I know that they have their after-hours events, which is just the park closing. And yeah. you get maybe, like roughly 200 people in the park to walk around the park, but it's just a regular empty park with maybe like two or three regular characters that usually me, I think the princesses are open and then Mickey Mouse is still there. But other than that, it's just a regular park. Whereas Disneyland's after hours are super themed or like nineties, nineties night, eighties night, um, villains night, star Wars, uh, star Wars night. Like they have so much to offer. And I've always wondered why Disney world doesn't. Yeah. Like, I know Disney World used to do a Villains Night, mm-hmm. and I keep thinking that they're going to bring it back, but they just haven't. Like, Hollywood since Studios. COVID, there's so many things that haven't come back that I keep waiting for. Yeah. They just, they haven't yet. Yeah, and I think that's one, one of the main reasons why I keep going back to Disneyland is because they offer, and it's going to sound weird because I know a lot of people dis- disagree with me, they offer a lot more in entertainment and dare I say better entertainment than Disney world, because I loved it. I cannot wait for you guys to see Disneyland's fireworks show, wondrous journeys, yeah. uh, world of color one. Uh, I heard that I had never seen their phantasmic, but I hear their phantasmic is way better than Disney world. So it's like well, that on top of characters for me personally, it's just like a little better in my, in, in, in the sense, but Disney world obviously has the rides and the more bigger and more extravagant, things to show off on but yeah and i think the two parks kind of go through like phases because i can remember growing up like one of my earliest memories is with my dad down at uh well disney world when i'm like six or seven yeah and like watching the fireworks show on fourth of july and i remember like 80s and 90s like disneyland just wasn't it like really and i remember going and being so underwhelmed and there was like stuff that was almost like falling apart like it, it was rough so then i was like no that ain't it for me i just keep going to world I get and that. so now i'm looking forward it seems like they've now they put so much into disneyland yeah it seems like disney world kind of gets left behind sometimes yeah especially uh like you said ever since covid things haven't been the same in disney world and especially with the uh a lot of people say it's an underwhelming 50th anniversary i I am guilty of saying that also, yeah. but it just, I don't know, something, maybe something's bound to change in the um, upcoming future when it comes to Disney World. Like I said, we're starting to kind of get out of this COVID era of things. Right. Maybe we'll get things back. I'm hoping, I'm praying, but at, for right now, we just kind of await the game. Yeah. 
And, and that's not to say that I don't like going to Disney World. I mean, if I didn't like going to Disney World, then I wouldn't be doing this, right? Exactly. Um, like, I still love going. I still love making those memories. But there's there's definitely things that haven't come back that I wish they would, that they'd bring back, or that they would treat Disney World and Disneyland equally. Exactly. Question, what is your what is your thing? You know how I, like, I love my characters. Like, what is your things when you go to the park? Like, are you a rides person? Well, I, I, I do love rides. Like, I've... I've always been like an adrenaline junkie. I mean, part of my job when I was in the army was throwing myself out of planes. Like, um, so I I have been an adrenaline junkie. Like I still am. But for me, it's I love like seeing people make those memories. I like seeing the happiness. I love hearing people whenever they get off of rides and talking a million miles an hour that that was the best ride ever. Like I could probably sit at the exit of Cosmic Rewind and listen to people like all day and, and be good. Yeah, completely agree. Yeah, um, I think Cosmic Rewind was one of the first rides. Me and my friends were just like, holy crap. Like, you yeah. know, just, it's nothing but great things to say about it. And, I mean, mind you, when, I first, when me and my friends first went, um, of course, we were like, wow, this ride was cool, this ride, because we were critiquing it because we never done it before. But... This was one where I finally went on a ride and I was just like, holy crap, you know, you, it's amazing. I love that yeah. ride. I completely yeah. understand. Yeah. No, I'd, I'd, I'm definitely a rides person. I'm definitely a memories person, but I also like really like the nighttime shows. Like, we, we never skip the fireworks. Like, I don't know that we've ever skipped the fireworks. Maybe if we're like doing like Magic Kingdom or something multiple times during a trip. Maybe yeah. then we'll skip it once. Cause I do remember watching it once from like Big Thunder or what was Splash and uh, seeing the fireworks then. But yeah. usually we're there watching them. You know, I have such an unpopular opinion when it comes to the fireworks. A lot of people, they love the fireworks and they're just uh -huh. like, oh, that is like the highlight of the night. But personally, if I'm not watching the projection show on the castle, I'm just like, these are regular fireworks. I live in New right. Jersey, so 4th of July is in... Random holiday, yeah. randomly they'll just portray um, fireworks right across the pond in New York City. Right. So, I, so to me, I'm like, that's nothing. But then when Disney, when you go to Disney, you see the projections with the fireworks, it just adds to it. Yeah, it's, it's such a different show. And then you add in the music and exactly. the characters and stuff that you can connect with. It just takes it up to a whole nother level. Whole it's nother. uh, it's a I'm sure we're going to go this time whenever Erica sees it for the sees happily ever after again for the first time. Yeah. Like, it's going to be like the 10 minute warning and she'll probably start crying already. <laughs> yeah, man. I've, I've cried. I cry every time I just watched on YouTube uh, because uh, I couldn't, I wasn't there for the, the, you know, reopening of happy day after. So I watched on YouTube and I'm literally just like tearing up in bed. And I'm like, every time I watch this show, I tear up, and I don't know if it's because of the fam. Like, there's a a family aspect when they they slow it down a little bit, and yeah. you just coming together. I, I tear up, and then you see, and then you got uh, Ufasa saying his line. Oh, I just lose. Yeah, it. I lose it. It's, it's like for us, that one is a lot of the movies. Like Eric and I, like that was kind of like the reinvention of Disney, like Lion King, and any of the like. Uh, Beauty and the Beast, any, any of that that might pop up pop up in there. But then when you start throwing in like stuff from like Rapunzel or and uh, like Brave and all these movies, like 
that Brooklyn loved mm-hmm. and Toy Story that I watched I don't know how many times with Jackson. <laughs> and you throw in all these ones and Pirates of the Caribbean and all these other movies that connect, like it just hits at a different level Absolutely. for us, I think. Like I didn't mind Enchantment, but it definitely didn't hit the same way. Yeah, I don't know what went wrong with Enchantment. Like I just don't understand because it followed the same like the same right. structure as Happily Ever After, but for some reason it it just wasn't in its feels as much as Happily Ever After was. So I, I don't dislike it because I, I one thing I try not to do also online is criticize. I try, mind you. I right. I say fair share of things on Twitter, but I don't I know. <laughs> too much because this is somebody's job that they put their heart and soul into it absolutely it sucks to i'm pretty sure they have twitter and stuff but it sucks to see that people dislike it and it is not that they didn't they did a terrible job it's just that i don't know something just lacked a little bit so yeah just lacks so i I think part of it is those movies a lot of the movies that were in enchantment didn't hit as hard as some of those other movies we just didn't have the connection with them yeah. Yet. Yet. You might be able to go like 10 years from now. And some of those movies may hit hard for what's the 20 year old then and doing the college program down there. And all of a sudden, uh, more Frozen 2 or whatever. I don't know that yeah. Raya is ever going to take off, but um, some of those ones that were really, they were really in there that we didn't connect with. Um, it might hit then because those are going to be the movies that those people grew up with. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, that's why I'm thinking you're going to love Wondrous Journey because it's just, it's some, it's for everybody. Like, it's yeah. literally, I think when it, the first opening shot, and obviously I'm not going to give it away, I don't know how much you've seen, but when you see the hand-drawn Snow White on the castle, it's just like, Holy crap! Like I, yeah. uh, Snow White was like one of the first movies I've ever watched as a kid. So to see, like that was one of the first movies Disney's ever. Oh my! It just invokes it invokes the feels, and I just absolutely love everything about that nighttime show. Same with Happily Ever After. Those two, like I don't know, it's head to head. I don't know what to choose. If you want me to, like, if somebody were to ask me which one is better, I don't. Yeah. I it's like I don't ask people to choose between Disney World and Disneyland because each one's different and each yes. one's good in their own way. Mm-hmm. Completely agree. Completely. Yep. Okay, so we, were, we kind of went through some of the stuff in Disneyland. Well, then you're going to take that short trip down to Disney World. What sure. is your main thing you're wanting to hit down there? Um. So, like I said before, I'm going for the uh, for uh, Animal Kingdom. Yeah. Uh, day, but it's also its 25th anniversary. So oh because uh, it is the 20th anniversary, I'm hearing that they're doing specialty, I think, food. They're going to do a ceremony yeah. in the morning. Uh, obviously, they're going to do some rare meet and greets. I'm kind of hoping to see uh, Koda and Kenai from Brother Bear. Oh, that'd be a good one. I love Brother Bear. I don't show that. Uh, underrated movie. Super. Super, man. It's so sad. Yeah. Like. The fact that I watched it the other day, and I'm sitting here, and I, it, there isn't just tears. Th- these are, I'm sobbing. I'm like, holy crap, this is sad, but it's good. Um, yeah. uh, rare characters, Flick and Ada from uh, Bugs Life, um, are apparently going to be on Moana is 
uh, going to be premiering in Animal Kingdom for the first time. She's going to have her own spot, so it's going to be a regular meet spot. So, you know, it's just a couple of things that I am looking forward to in Animal Kingdom, but I'm also going to Hollywood Studios to check out, uh, what is it called? Uh, Andy's Backyard Barbecue? Oh, the barbecue place? Yes. Nice. Yeah, it's... We kind of have... It's kind of hard for us to get too excited about the barbecue place because we have, like, barbecue, like, world championship barbecue places around here. Like, that's Kansas City's food is barbecue. So, for us to go down there and here, it's, like, we'll probably still go hit it up sometime just because we want to be part of that atmosphere. Of course. Of course. Um, I'm I'm not going to lie. I wasn't really excited to try it out, but my friend was like, I got a reservation. Can you please come? And I'm like, you know what? Sure. Um... I just would love to try something new, but the reviews are very mixed on the place. You have some people say, I love so-and-so or about this, or I would come back just for the the meats or the biscuits. But then you have, I see people saying, like, everything there was just, like, not up to par, not great. So, yeah, Yeah, I I really think it's up to the person. I think it's one of those places, from what I've seen, the, the environment makes it. Like, and if you're not willing to sell into or buy into what's what's going on like when they say andy's coming and everybody freezes yeah like i think it's one of those things you kind of have to buy into it but i think like that's one of those reasons why you do do well with like meet and greets like you buy into it you just let it go yeah completely agree um it's actually kind of funny though when you going back to the meet and greet part now that you said that i definitely do let go because you have to like i said you have to have fun with it right like people think too much into it just like i said i do i do think about the dialogue but at the same time i want to have fun with it you yeah. know that's the whole reason we're there exactly but sometimes i do freeze up because people are watching and i have this thing where i'm just like oh oh no everybody's gonna make like you look at me make a make a fool of myself but who cares i got the saying as long as it's not immoral or un- unethical hurting somebody or illegal i don't care very true that i feel like that's like a, a disney adults way of thinking or a, a, a rite of passage at this point because so many people have problems with the way disney adults live their lives or they think it's weird if it's yeah. not funny but it's not hurting you why does it matter let us have our fun at the end yep. of the day so when you go down there are you gonna go and see happily ever after i know like uh, jordan fisher's your guy I'm trying. I, I I'm actually trying right now to get a flight for Sunday instead of leave that Saturday because I'm supposed to fly in on Friday at one in the morning and then I leave at eight. So that's the problem. Is like oh, oh boy, really trying to see happily ever after in person again. Um, but unfortunately, I'm flying Spirit and Spirit's app in like call center is just freaking ridiculous and it was only 86 dollars for a round trip so i was like that's one of the main reasons why i was like yeah let's just do this this 24-hour trip because this is the only time that i feel like it would be feasible to do it but um yeah i'm really trying to stay for uh happily ever after but if i don't i will see it in august yeah a long from now but i'll see it 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 does feel like it's a long time for now like we were just talking about that. It's like, it feels like it's forever away. Yeah. But next thing you know, it's going to be like, 
oh, hey, if I want to make any kind of sit-down dinner reservations, I need to do it, and it's, it's, gonna, it's all going to be here. Exactly. You know what I just thought about? I don't think I'm even going to see it in <laughs> – I don't think I'm going to see it in uh, August also because usually what I'll do is we're, we're, uh, we're doing the, the Halloween party on uh. – so I'm probably not going to do um, Magic Kingdom both days, like two days in a row, unless I get a park hopper. That's the only way I'm going to do it. But usually because I am a nine to five working boy, yeah. <laughs> I, ha- I usually, so I might have to splurge and, and get a, just one, one, uh, what do you call it? Uh, park hopper, just so I can see uh, happily ever after, because I'd be seeing the, uh, what is it? Not boot to you. Um, the Halloween per, uh, right. Fire. The Halloween one where Ed Skellington comes out and which, which is freaking awesome, by the way. Yeah, it is. Yeah, in that, please Google it or go see it in person. It is freaking amazing. Yeah, we got stuck at the side last time. Like we were in line to get our picture with like uh, like the headless horseman or something, and it was taking forever. So uh, then we had to like go around the side, and we could see it from the side, but we'd seen it like a couple years ago. So I mean, we've seen it before. Yeah. But yeah, we just we didn't have good seats. I uh, um, I can't. Yo, actually, last year was really good year in terms of like pacing because I. So what I usually do when I go into these um after hour events is I'll um plan everything according to what I want to do first and then what I want to do last or where I should stand or where I should view the parade in order to see and then see the fireworks because it's just it's Disney World is so calculating you have to calculate yeah. every move in order to get a lot done from these parties you can't kind of just wing it because when you wing it you stuck saying well i don't know where do you want to go where do you want well i don't know what to do next or you're going from one end of the park to the other exactly and that's a lot of walking Oof, i'm pretty sure i've ran before literally just to get to one spot to get to another spot but mind you it works for me because i'm usually i'm alone sometimes like i'll go with friends or I think this last time I went completely by myself to Mickey's Not So Scary, and I loved it because I got to do everything that I wanted to do. Right. But it's just it's such a hassle, and it's a, like I said, it's just a lot. It's a lot. So yeah, yeah. So what is, is there anything you're like worried about with doing these back-to-back trips? Like anything you're like, oh man, this is gonna be hard. Um, to be completely honest, the open to close aspect of uh, the way that I function like i have to do park park open park close so mind you once i get off the plane on tuesday i'm heading straight to um dca then at five o'clock i'm going to change to get ready for throwback night then i'm going to throwback night which is at one in the morning so then the next day i wake up at five six in the morning just to go do another rope drop all over again and stay till close (laughs) then i have to wake up early Take it, take my flight, do it all. It's just a lot. I think I'm just gonna be completely drained and tired, and this is what I signed up for. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Really- no, it's it'll it'll be. I think you'll have. I think you have so much fun. But like, I think the worst part for you is gonna be like that first day back to work. Um, <laughs> I know that's what I always dread. Like oh, that man, day's always so long. Um, I, think, I think as far as the trip, I think you're gonna have a blast. You may be exhausted, but I think you're gonna have a blast. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm very excited. Especially, I think the most that I'm looking forward to on this trip is obviously Throwback Night because it's my first Throwback Night. Like I've done Sweethearts Nights like twice already. I've done 
the Halloween parties a couple of times. So Throwback Night is the first time I ever, I'm ever doing something like I don't know what to expect. And yeah. I'm also very excited for the new reimagining of Toontown. So, oh, yeah. 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 I'm really in, in, in their Mickey and Minnie's, like, I'm looking forward to that. Just because the queue is different. I understand the rides, like, the same thing. But the yeah. queue has, like, so much detail in it. I can't I can't wait to go through that. Sorry. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it, it was it was so cool when I got to see it because I don't think I expected what, like I wasn't expecting what I thought I would expect from there. So when you go in, it's just like, wow, this is amazing. Like, it's like a little museum. I love the way that they set it up. And it's nothing like the one in, um, it's nothing like the one in Disney World. Right. Disney World, they kind of threw up a couple of posters, but yeah, now they went all out for, for Mickey and Minnie's. So I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Just from the yeah. cool. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to uh, can't wait to when you get back. One, we get to see the videos on YouTube, but then we're gonna have you on here again to kind of go over everything you did and how it kind of lived up to some of your expectations and uh, maybe some things you would do again or maybe do different. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to that because like I would love to be able to do a back to back trip like that, but I don't, I don't know when that's gonna happen. So I'm gonna kind of live through you on this one. Hey, listen, I'm happy to take you along for the ride. I'm just, I'm excited, but I'm also nervous at the same time. Because I'm like, I'm just praying that nothing goes wrong and everything goes. I mean, listen, if, if it does, life is life. You know what I mean? But hoping and praying everything goes right. So Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So with that, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. I'm going to go ahead and tell everybody, you can find us at Salute to the Ears at Twitter and Instagram. And say so you can find... You can find our buddy here, Ka here at King to Ka 92 That's at Twitter and, again, on yet on uh, YouTube. And you can also find him on Instagram, but it's King to Ka underscore 92, correct? Sure. Yes, All right, sir. and I will put that in the show notes so people will be able to find you there. And with that, I'm going to tell everyone, go out, find your joy, and have a magical week. <laughs>